0: Market-moving insight and analysis. Join Jim Cramer, David Faber, and me, Carl Quintanilla, on the opening bell hour of CNBC Squawk on the Street. Good Thursday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer and David Faber, live at Post 9 of the New York Stock Exchange. Futures plummet as September CPI comes in. Double expectations of four-tenths on headlines, six-tenths on core. Shelter, medical care, food, all bringing us a new year-on-year cycle high. Yields are up two years, uh, is near four and a half. Get right to those CPI numbers, Jim. We talked a lot about how this would run hot, but uh, shelter up seven-tenths, medical oh. care up one, yeah, uh, oh. food away from home nine-tenths.
1: Rents have gone up. Uh, the people who are selling houses have yet to break price, come down. Uh, food is a factor of uh, geography, where food comes from. Uh, not, not going to come down. Wages can't come down until we have more layoffs. Uh, and there haven't been. There's been remarkably few layoffs. We've got the government pour, uh, pouring gasoline you on. Know, We've got a huge number of jobs that they're creating. You know, Witness the fact that Intel could lose jobs in one place, get a subsidy the other. So I, I find it, I'm mean, looking at the two-year, thinking, what, haven't people seen the momentum to go to five, five and a quarter? Uh, so I, I'm a little aghast that people are aghast. If they actually look at the numbers, the pieces, instead of just looking up top, in other words, if they're rigorous, they would have seen that it was going to be really hot. So what I'm depressed about, and David, you know this, is that if you pulled the numbers apart, you would have thought it would have been this hot. And by the way, you had a break because the the Cleveland Guardians president, uh, Loretta Messer, told you this. And she's doing, quali- she's doing the most quality. She's doing that. I mean, someone was saying the board's doing quality. I like board. But she's doing the quality worker. Um, she identified all the, these as the a response,
2: problem. You know, the response to this number, uh, the services inflation, X Energy, was up 0.8%. Of course. Services. What's percent. come down? And in your daily life, what's come well, down? Well, used cars have come down, but not enough to impact the overall Can't number being one. hotter than expected. But services can tend to be stickier right. in terms of... Maintaining that level. Uh, And therefore, there are those in the market today who believe that the Fed is going to have to go higher for longer. I agree. uh, As a result of the services component of this number being higher than had been anticipated. Ed Bastion's on this morning. I know we'll give a cut. Delta. Numbers are grazed,
1: raising numbers. Well, that's what are we supposed to say? That, oh, well, I guess that's going in the right direction? There's nothing going in the right direction. Anyone who's gone to the supermarket, of which I actually do, David, do the shopping. As grim as that is, grim because of the prices. And you go and you you buy things and you say, no, it it can't be that. You go to Walgreens, of course. You can't even buy it. They have a good number, but you can't get in because of the key. But that's good. They don't have enough people. They have to wage the you know, raise the wages. There isn't any aspect of your daily life that you see anything coming
2: down except for the 10 to $20 million apartments in New York City. Right, all right. But rents are not, because we know you check them every day. I and check them they every continue, day. And they continue to go up. Uh, they're I higher just... than they've ever been. And that's around the country. We had that oh. conversation yesterday with Willie Walker from Walker Dunlop. Multifamily homes, very strong. Rents continue to be quite strong. Uh, and I'll- again, you know, so we're seeing the reaction to yeah. it. Mean, my wife just bought a place. See what okay. the 10 years doing. You love the this. The dollar is going higher. It's it's. Well, once bought- again, we're having the same story. My wife just
1: bought a place. That's You've great. These rates. Another- oh, already rented. Nice return.
0: Well, how is that possible? Although Redfin's out this morning saying that rents are growing uh, half as much as they were six months ago. <laughs> Still nine.
1: <laughs> yes. If you own an apartment and you're renting it, you're killing it. So, I mean, you know, what you want to do is have my wife lose money the moment she bought the house, the apartment. That's what's supposed to happen. j Powell wants your house down, what you buy down, Bitcoin down, your portfolio down, and your spirits down, and your wages down. And so far, he's only winning on the spirits. And I'm not talking about alcohol, which is way up. David. You would know. I sure do. I see the prices. It's incredible. Sign people a lot pay. of those bottles and mess. like the people pay for like the bond, the Colgin. I mean, they're paying like nine hundred bucks for a bottle of wine. That was six hundred,
2: you know, two weeks ago.
1: All I right, Jim. So well, you I,
2: were despondent yesterday after the PPI number. Yeah, well I uh, yeah, and I, supposed I to would know. assume there's no real change in your uh, uh, not this after morning. the Phillies lost, no. Um, so we just keep Moving lower. By the way, I would yeah. point out, you know, people say, well, we need, a, oh, panic. Get over we need a panic low. But, you know, equity, a lot of equity players are very lightly positioned. Right. They've got hedges on. They're not, you know, they haven't been taking risks for quite some time. Oh, so I, No panic. It's just this very methodical but there are, move lower. But there are things.
1: With every that, inflation report. Right, but there are things that shouldn't go lower uh, because some of the raw costs. I mean, there was an upgrade of Colgate today. And almost everything that goes into a tube of toothpaste, all the commodities are coming down. The problem, of course, is you're not going to pay less for the toothpaste unless you put yourself in one of those Amazon things where it just comes every month, whether you want it or not.
0: I'm glad you brought up the upgrades because there's there's JPM up in Colgate. That was a good uh, upgrade. B of A up Las Vegas Sands. Uh, Bernstein making Meta top pick. I, City per- up in Comcast. There you go. A lot of analysts are saying the story uh, has not changed as much as the place.
1: no. The Meta upgrade. What saying top pick? I mean, I don't even think Meta agrees. I don't even call them this, so "What do we?" Or at least my interactions with them, which are basically, uh, "We'd love to help you uh, get lost." I mean, that's always like not encouraging. They'll say, "No, Jim, we sent you that." You know, so and so said that Meta is doing well, but the fact is that I thought, I thought that some of the. I mean, you look at PepsiCo. PepsiCo happened yesterday. People made money PepsiCo because everyone was so negative, And yet everything that goes into a Frito, including the fewer Fritos, as far as I'm concerned, everything that goes into Fritos is good.
2: They're all coming down. All right. Everybody, we keep talking about this. All, these commodity costs keep coming down. Well, what do you want me to do? I'm trying. I'm, I'm presenting opportunity. I think there's opportunity. But you know what, David? There's bull market just everywhere. had a CPI that was 0.4 percent and services inflation is going So.
1: Yeah, well, that's why the Fed is doing what it's doing. Right. What's it supposed
2: to do? Jump off a building. Where's it? your terminal rate now? When do we get there, and how long do we stay? Oh, terminal okay. rate. Well, you sound like these people who come on TV.
0: No, I mean, <laughs> Fed <laughs> funds is now pricing in four eight five for March. I assume you don't think that's high enough. No, definitely not.
1: Got to be above five. The two right? years, good, the two years going to signal it. The two years, two years signaling about six. It's bad. Six. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, That's the way I
1: look at it from 1990, 1991.
0: Yeah. There's a one in, almost a one in five chance today of 100 basis points next month.
1: Why not? I trade most of my life. I was trading the 30-year the, the 7, 8. We're going to go back to that. A lot of money was made. Some of the greatest gains in the stock market history were done during period had 7, absolutely. 8. Absolutely. We had the dot-com boom.
2: We were in that yeah. range. Well, we don't want that. We wanted the more... Yeah, well, I I didn't mind it on the way up. A lot lot of of money was there. I know you were wearing
1: that that NASDAQ 60,000 hat. I remember you in that. No, look, I I just, I'm not being sanguine, but I'm also not being to the point where I say the world's over. I I think that there are situations, like today this morning, we had a lot of people say it's the bottom in the semiconductor capital equipment. I think those stocks have 40 to 50% decline coming from here. Yeah. Well, the biggest, turns out that 40% of the business. With China. Uh, yeah, well, there's the China restrictions,
0: there's the PC bubble. And now today, this, this TSM, CapEx cut, Jim. <laughs> Three months ago, they were looking at as much as $44 billion, now $36 billion.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm giving a talk today for the investment club. And I say, look, the biggest issue is, can you get out and then get back in? Because something's going to happen to make it so when these get to minus 40, 50, uh, and the president realizes it's not going to be a mild recession. There'll be changes made. But by that point, we'll be well on the way. And people who are people move back. Remember when people in 2007, 2009, they went back with their parents. They moved to the basement. Well, what do you think is more money.
0: important, averting a recession or locking China out of the AI boom for the next 20 years?
1: <clears throat> oh, Locking China out. I don't want to lose a world war. That'd be bad. As it is, we're playing for a tie in Russia with Ukraine. We're playing for a tie. That fellow Jake Sullivan, he wants a tie. I don't know. He wants a tie. I don't even think he wants to go into overtime. Jake Sullivan, you ever see what he's up? I so, know well, he you is. to be yeah, careful. The National Let's Security not give, advisor, let's not give them the best the stuff. Let's not give
2: them the best stuff. They're acting like the president's a comedian. See, he was a comedian. That's the He's Lensky, not a comedian yes. anymore. Understood. No, he's not. He certainly doesn't want to tie.
1: He doesn't um, want to tie.
2: Well, that's, uh, you know, a that's, uh, tie. that's part bucks. of the overlay. You're not just dealing with inflation in these markets. You're well, also but, dealing with continued uh, concern about energy supplies in Europe. By the way, you're dealing with illiquidity in the bond market in the UK, which I know you talk about being very small. A mini major, you see BlackRock's numbers, they can go by all. can cause, cause issues. And then, you know, there's always that possibility of a tactical nuclear weapon being used. So it is a difficult time to be an investor in these you markets. Know, I thermonuclear, think that's
1: thermonuclear war. I'm probably not going to think that much about Cloudflare being down three bucks. No, you it's may not. not you may mind. not. No, look, all I'm saying, I'm, not, I'm trying to be more a little more matter-of-fact than other people. The number came in hot because it was supposed to come hot. The Fed's doing everything it can to cool these down. Higher interest rates doesn't really work for food. It takes a little while for wages. In the meantime, Congress spent a fortune trying to make it so you can have a job if you get laid off, but no one's getting laid off. So is this the time to go by Dutch, bro? Well,
2: Factor supply? Apparently, apparently it's not really the time to be going to buy much of anything. No, it uh, Although, but,
1: but maybe tomorrow. What's an appropriate
2: multiple keep stock washing. market now based well, on today? 15. Is it 15, it's is it? 15. Or should we be moving even lower? Maybe. Be, we have to get the estimates cut. Well, if we get but to a two-year, then 6%? To,
1: I'm not saying enter. You know, Those who enter have no hope. Remember like in that great exhibit at Disney World, which obviously nobody goes to anymore because I've seen that stock in 93. We have the haunted house. It's kind of like that. It's
0: mansion, haunted mansion. Haunted mansion. It's yeah. kind of like that. Love I'm not being facetious.
1: I'm saying, who the hell thought these numbers were going to be good? Did they do any work? Did they speak to anybody at Toll Brothers? So you- at Lennar? Did they speak to anybody in the apartment? Did they right. speak to anybody? So to your point what on, on a fifteen,
0: uh, Morgan Stanley's at two hundred and twelve dollars next year. That's thirty one eighty. Does that make sense to
1: you? Absolutely. Yeah. That makes so sense. the lower bound of mm-hmm. the threes on the S and P. Yeah, well, these numbers, enlist the Fed gets us under control. It's going to stay that way. And, you know, there's going to be opportunities. When it gets there, you may have to just... You let me know when you look at those daily rent rolls, when things change, when things turn. You see, what will happen is I check them, as opposed to the the people who are 30,000 feet. That makes no sense. They are armchair generals. They are like the generals in paths of glory who sent Kirk Douglas to his death. Remember those guys? They were just back Tuttle there. Decks. Yes! You're coming to the quick. Yes! I think that people should go watch Paths of Glory and, and realize that that's who these people are. They're up here. They're not in the trenches. They so don't make any calls. Are you looking calls.
2: across metropolitan areas in the country? How, where, how are you No, doing I'm this? only looking in Queens. Yes, I'm looking across the country. Queens is yes. always a good Look, if, a good if you template. get up at the time Most I do borough, and you go India, to bed at the uh, time I Asia. do,
1: it's so that you can figure this stuff out. And that's what I do, and I make a lot of calls and everyone's saying the same thing, which the rents are still going so up. So will you text was, me
2: at like three in the morning one night when you're like, oh my God, things have turned. Will you let me know? I am I'm, I'm happy to do that. I oh, Thank you. I used to text the Secretary of the Treasury 4
1: 30 in the morning. But They'd, you've
0: all you've always said you're not gonna be able to time the exact bottom.
1: No, which is why like you, if you just have some cash and you wait, the Fed does win. I mean one day Loretta messed, the Cleveland Guardians who are they're not as bad as I thought, you know. She's going to come out and she to say, you know what, we're starting to accomplish some things. And maybe the long bond at that point will be the 30 year like the old days. and It'll be at seven. And mortgage rates will be at nine with all which are possible. And people realize, you know what, I got to sell my house. These are things that happened in the 90s. They happened. They happened in the 80s. So why shouldn't they happen now? We had a real good run. There's a good 30 year fix Hey, you know what? It's still good. You can get 9 percent increase in rents. I, I gotta tell you, you can borrow against treasuries, you can uh, rent things out. I mean
2: Yeah, you can, but if you're if you're if you're a if you're a landlord <clears throat> borrowing which with floating rate, which I am. No, I locked uh, in right, everything. Those but people are. If you are again, Or you've been going on the low on the on the short end of the curve because the money's well, they, been so good, then by the way, these rent increases are just making up what you're no, paying, in and you Interest see, increases. I have cash and I'm gonna buy every one of their places. That's what I do. I don't think you're going to I be able to walk out, out <laughs> here tonight without a mob attacking you, saying I, stuff like well, that. Well, I got
1: attacking me on Twitter lately. They're angry at me because I said that that, that BBY well, was like working. the monopoly
2: guy. Then, when you walk out tonight, I like that. Yeah. yeah, I told the I told those people, hang
1: on. I'm that Ryan, buying all your houses. I, you think that Ryan? Ah. How about Ryan Cohen? He didn't jump ship Kohl's. Co- he was never in Kohl's. He so was he was never buy your Ryan or Cohen, what? How did we get on him and Coles? I am just saying that I'm being attacked a little bit on Twitter. Oh, so. Uh, I come back and I take on, take on everyone because I have more energy than they do, and they're losers and I'm a winner. There.
2: Also. Is that your affirmation for today?
1: No, I'm just saying, look, just have some, have some cash, let it come down. It's okay. It's gonna be like other decades. Just not this decade and not the last decade. Mm. It's gonna be like the 90s and the 80s, when most of our viewers, well, no, the uh, big trigger pullers, they weren't even in pull-ups. Yep, That's yep, true. And if they were, they were in probably in Huggies. Or, or and now they're peppers. in Depends. We're, and we're very happy Now have they're have in them. Depends. They've switched. <laughs> They've switched. They're, they're
2: Depends. Speaking of switching, Part. I think a lot of people are switching us <laughs> off right Will now. Will you
1: stop? I'm trying to calm us down. And what do you do? You scare people. Stir the pot. I scare people. I am looking at the and he numbers. Calms them I'm down. looking at the CPI. I'm looking at the makeup of the CPI. When and I said that every one of those was going up. I said it wasn't World. work from home. I said it was wages, food, and housing. And they're all going the wrong way. And J-Pal, who is an inveterate listener and never misses the show, keep up the good work. You're going to get there. And and the Cleveland Guardian, Loretta, Loretta, Loretta Mester. Mester. Dead right.
0: Uh, Still to come this morning, we got a lot more to get to. We'll get to the airlines at Delta before the bell, as Jim mentioned, with a pretty good outlook for Q4. We'll get to Walgreens, BlackRock, Domino's, AMAT, Macy's, Kohl's in a minute.
3: Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt. Or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help.
0: Delta's helping us kick off earnings season again today, getting a boost on strong Q4 guidance. Ed Bastian was on Squawk earlier this morning and talked about demand.
4: I think the pent-up demand is going to continue. One busy summer isn't going to quench all the demand for travel that we've seen. Our planes have been basically 90% full or or more full every day since the 1st of April. And that continues into the fourth quarter as well. Pretty
0: incredible. They do see Q4 revenue up five to nine versus Q4 of 19. Jim, international unit revenue above domestic for the first time post-COVID? The planes
1: are all full. They don't have enough planes. There's not enough competition. They let the airlines merge. When you go to different cities, you find that there's only one. And this is what you get. And that, that, that one of the reasons why the Justice Department is so anxious to not have mergers is because these guys really are, for the most part, monopolists. And they do have fuel issues, so they do raise the price. But of course, they're going to go up because America had been shut down for two years, and everybody. I mean, I've been, I've been to what three weddings. My daughter's been to six weddings. Life has been was stopped, and now it's on. And a lot of the weddings are in places that are very expensive. David, how many times have you been to Lake Como in the way? I've had, got two Lake Como wedding invitations. Well, that's very
2: nice. I have not been, unfortunately, to Lake <laughs> no, I didn't go to either one time. of them. But I'm just saying that but why, I still hope to.
1: America's shut down. People want to get married. They want to have kids. They want to go see their grandchildren.
2: They, this, this is natural. Yep. And David, the airlines were all allowed to merge. Uh, true. Um, so there has been a lot of activity over a course of the last, let's call it, decade or more, uh, which does still question whether JetBlue and Spirit are going to be successful in their uh, attempt to... Uh, to get together. Guys, you know, we've talked so much about the return of the business traveler. Uh, Carl here, corporate sales increased after Labor Day at the strongest recovery rate since the start of the pandemic, exiting the corridor at 80% of 2019 levels.
0: Yeah, and then they ask uh, their con- their business contacts, well, are you going to spend as much or more in Q4? 90% say, yeah, it's going to stay the same oh, or go what,
1: up. Well, Ed was great when he just said, listen, my me- my message to-, to executives that aren't going, the other guy's going, you better get on a plane. Again, now you can listen to him and you can say, wow, the CPI is going to be cool. Where you can realize that part of the CPI is going to be red hot next month. So except the fact of what's happening in America. We've not gotten control of this yet.
2: Right. Except the, that the demand is, uh, is unabated at right. this and point a lot in of terms it, of for air travel. Right. And a lot say. of it has to do with, 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 the, with COVID, and people don't
1: understand that either. There's a 74% spike in COVID this week. So there's a lot of people who are thinking about looking for jobs. They're saying, well, you know what, maybe I'll wait a week. Really? And you know, live on what? Really? Are well, really Satan. still worrying about Satan. COVID? Brian Moynihan would tell you this. Oh, my God, David people are really worried about COVID. They, they are? They just don't say it. If you are a compromised individual. Okay. David and I are
0: like, okay.
1: All right.
2: Where's your, aren't you back wearing the KN95? I put it on on the subway sometimes if it's crowded. I'm back. I'm, bu- I'm and oftentimes the only person who even, you know, not well, many people wearing a mask. No, I don't think about it during the course of my day for a second anymore. Well,
1: I think you're, I think you are not in touch with the great American, with great number of people in America.
4: Mm.
0: It's possible. Uh, a lot of strange echoes from that period in our lives. Absolutely. We'll get Kramer's Mad Dash. We'll count down to the opening bell. Uh, Future is obviously decidedly red. Had a pretty good morning on some of the relief we got in UK guilts before CPI hit. And then that's what happened. We're back in a minute.
4: Every day, thousands of Comcast engineers and technologists put people at the heart of everything they create like Olu Sheyi, a Comcast engineer who grew up bonding with his dad over sports. This inspired him and his team to create AI Highlights technology that uses AI and machine learning to detect the major plays in a sporting event. So millions of fans have a way of catching up on their favorite sports. Learn more at ComcastCorporation.com.
0: S&P laggards this morning. You'll see some chip names on there, obviously, after the AMAT revenue warning and the TSM CapEx guide, but also some travel, especially in the cruise lines. Carnival's going to open down five and a half. We're opening bells a few moments away, and don't forget, you can always catch us anytime, anywhere. Just listen to and follow our Squawk on the Street Opening Bell podcast.
2: Hey, you want a stock that's up? Well, listen to the Mad Dash, because right now it still looks like Walgreens is going to be higher. Well, yeah, that's a tough
1: call because it is part of the SP 500 and those will all be pulled down. But this is a very good example of what I'm looking for. This is a company that's missed numbers, missed numbers, missed numbers, actually for multiple years. And Rosalind Brewer's come in, she's executing a turnaround plan, and they beat numbers. So, I mean, is this company as as bad as the futures indicate? No, but I want you to keep this one in mind. This is a major company that's whose turnaround is beginning to take place. So I say you have to look for anomalies, look for when companies are really doing better things, and say, I want to put that away, file that away until the selling is over, and Walgreens will be one that you want to buy.
2: Just, I, I just, thought these numbers were quite good. turn negative, of course, we open a minute and a half from now. Oh, it'll numbers be negative, a, give us a quick, Give us a quick snapshot on the well, numbers. Because okay, as so, you said, they did estimates. Okay, so the, estimates. they're
1: predicting that fiscal 2023 tw- 20, uh, Will be 445 to 465, and people are looking for 451. Now you'd say, well, wait a second, that, that's not a huge beat. But I'm used to this company missing by about 40 to 50 cents. So when you look at the context and you say to yourself, all right, quarterly profit of 80 cents, people are looking for 77. Well, this isn't the Walgreens I know. They would be looking for, I'd be looking for 65. So uh, the market's horrible. Uh, when you talk to people around here, what do they say? Well, listen, today's going to be the biggest down day of the year, whatever. And that, all of this is in sync with the fact that the Fed has not been able to get things under control. But there are companies that are doing better. Domino's had a better quarter. Domino's. So file it away. Don't pay up 16. Don't be an idiot. But there are companies that are doing better. There you go.
0: Let's get the opening bell here and see what's gonna happen. At the big board this morning, the New York Islanders celebrating their 50th anniversary season at the NASDAQ. It's Neurosense Therapeutics, developing treatments for neurodegenerative diseases. Jim, we are gonna open with the VIX down,
1: if that means anything at all. We'll go the other way. The VIX should be up along with the decline. That should not be happening. I don't expect a good day, obviously, but I do want to report that the market got very excited about Britain, which was, again, we live in America. Look, a lot of what I'm saying, David, I know a lot of what I'm saying sounds very jaded and very like, wow, he's very matter-of-fact that we're down 3%. Uh, See, now, this exactly is not necessarily conducive with, with some of my best thinking. But I do want to say that when you have... Expectations, And they haven't been wrenched out. It means you're not in the bottom yet. And we had expectations. Like I said, look, one day we'll come in and the CPI, people are going to say it's going to be 10, right? And it's going to come in eight. We have not adjusted yet to the negativity. That's what happens at the bottom. They say, oh, my, CPI is going to be 10, and it comes in eight. You say, wow, what can I buy? Oh, Walgreens. But it will already be up 15%.
0: Uh, Yep, Walgreens, they did increase their uh, their long-term sales targets. Uh, Jim, uh, as we hang on to 3500 here at the Open, uh, we got a lot of retail stories. You talked to Jeff Gannett of Macy's last night, got the cold story, which uh, David may get into. Uh, Victoria's Secrets uh, with an upside
1: pre-announce? Yeah, look, uh, that's somewhat an analog to some parts of Macy's. Macy's is having a terrific fall. Uh, Blue Mercury's doing very well. Uh Bloomingdale's doing well. They have a new toy floor that I think is going to be good. It's also around the country. Uh, Jeff Gannett has cleaned up the balance sheet. The numbers are better than expected. And David, no one cares. And then one day they will care. But you'll be paying 22, you won't be paying 17. Now, Kohl's, I don't know about because they have, what is a, What is John Duskin calling it,
2: a I, closet I, board? I, listen, I, well, I, I, don't, he, I mean, I give him credit for at least being persistent. Yeah, and consistent. But he hasn't been successful. No, no. No, that's true. That's and you know, he he was very involved
1: with uh, Bed Bath and Beyond, which yes. the apes are in there. Which I guess, was a
2: disaster. Three for one split was that three for, three for one? Except for you didn't get any stock. Correct. So it hasn't gone that well there. How's GameStop keep, doing? Keeps it. railing it at, at how does how's what doing? GameStop. I saw Jeffries. Oh, had I haven't looked at GameStop kind of in quite some time. Kind yeah. of positive. Hey, yeah. did
1: Ryan Cohen, there did, it is. did he get in and get out in Bed Bath and do okay? Yes, he did. There you go. He Somebody made, made money. money. He made a lot and of money. And people follow
2: him right over a cliff. They did to you too. He's had a lot of success in a lot of ways. He's well, no a very saying, wealthy he does, man, very wealthy young man. And really no, he stopped and a lot of others but went.
1: Let's just understand each other. When you find out that the CPI is not as bad as, as the higher expectations, then Amazon will not be at 106. It'll be at 120. And you'll say, why didn't I wait and just buy it after things settled down? Because that's that's how the market works. And, Look, I've been around admittedly for, you know, started trading in 1979, and there's a pattern. And the pattern is people get very excited before they should, and then they get very despondent when they should be excited. It's not that part. It's not.
0: We do have, uh, I I am curious, Jim, even when futures were much higher, Bitcoin was not hanging on. And at these levels, if we revisit 18K, that's going to take you back to, um, well, 2020, basically.
1: Well, I think that the, it's a manipulated security, and it will be held at a certain level in order for it not to be broken. It's, when I say it's manipulated, it's not regulated by anyone, and when things are not
2: regulated, they tend to be manipulated. All true. Uh, we got a 30-year uh, that's above uh, 4% for the first time since December of 2013. Okay. Uh, we have the dollar stronger. You've probably seen the two-year yield, what, four over 4.4. Four. Right. Ten-year hit 4% this morning. Uh, there's the 30-year backing off a bit from that 4%, but it did hit it. There's the two-year, 4.5. And, uh, and as we've been saying, session after session, this in many ways dictates market action. When you see that yield up dramatically, you can bet that the market is down. Do you think the mortgages will go to seven? And both a a are dramatic. Uh, decline is and advance in yield, um, with the S&P down over 2%. Now, 26.5% loss for the year. The NASDAQ down 35% uh, for this year, and yet we sit and talk about um, as long as these inflation prints continue to be higher than many, or at least are hoping they will. The Fed is going to be persistent once again, kind of like John Duskin and Coles. And Coles. Sort of persistent, well, but not necessarily accomplishing much.
1: Well, when you well, it's going to take a little while. I mean, remember, <laughs> if Intel lays off a couple thousand, Intel has to have a couple thousand new people in Ohio. I mean, they kind of do. That's kind of the, the facto deal. Right. But I, I again I come in and say, you know, one day, we they'll win, but they haven't won yet. And by the way, if you parse what they say, they always say the same thing, which is we haven't won yet. Things are getting are still hot. Um, Again, it's the kind of like captain obvious here.
2: Yeah, we had uh, BlackRock numbers. I don't know if we even got to them. They were better than expectations, but right. as you might imagine, being the largest uh, money manager in the world, I mean, at one point having almost ten trillion at its height, now bound to eight, down to about eight trillion. Obviously, some of that lost in the market, right? It's not but people pulling. The numbers it's were include, great.
1: The numbers were better than anticipated. I think it's going to get a 4% yield pretty soon. Stocks almost down. It's going to break 500. There's right.
2: one that's interesting. It is interesting. Now, also, earlier this week, had the Treasurer of South Carolina on. Remember, there are a handful of states, Republican-led states typically, that are um, pulling money, although it doesn't really amount to much. Black uh, uh, BlackRock and Mr. Fink did respond yesterday. He said, facts are not important with some subgroups in this country. I'm now being attacked equally by the left and the right. So I'm doing something right. I hope. I don't it know. It's good. It's painful, but you know what? We're moving forward. Well, I mean, now I know that
1: the South Carolina treasurer was saying that this is hurting minorities. Uh, that he's doing that. Uh, first of all, there are people who want these funds, but second, the best performing stocks of the quarter uh, were Constellation Energy and Enphase. Constellation Energy is almost no fossil fuel. Enphase is a way to be able to cu- charge your car. Yeah. So if you did go ESG, you crushed it.
2: So I don't know who is saying that it's bad. Well, the treasurer was not focused as much on the E as he was on the S and the G. Um, And sort of talking about this idea of a woke agenda. He used the word global elites. uh, Oh, that's interesting. Um, But BlackRock is going to be dealing with this for quite some time. This is only, frankly, beginning. It's, It's nowhere near. Uh, ending. Well, Guys, I, uh, well, looking up my screen, uh, not a lot of green. Our co- parent company, amazingly enough, is up. Uh, Comcast shares on that upgrade that uh, Carl mentioned right. earlier. Twitter shares also up, ever so yeah, slightly. I want to correct myself, by the way.
1: Yeah, sorry. Someone who uses the term global leads will rebel that I said, Andy Smith. I am just quoting certain countries, yeah. parties that took 33 percent. In a January 1933 election, you use the same term.
2: Yes. That's all I'm doing. Yes, it, it can occasionally be used in that way uh, as a code. Uh, Twitter. All right, let's get to that uh, if we can briefly. Haven't talked a bit about it. Uh, you know, we're, we're two weeks away. Um, roughly, right? The 28th, today's the 13th. All right, uh, yeah, 13 days. So, excuse me, 15 days. Math. Yeah. Um, haven't heard much, and that's good. Uh, you remember, of course, you know, the continued concern is Elon Musk going to pull something at the last minute, just not what I'm picking up. Uh, apparently, you know, the, the details that both sides are going through still in court, for example, uh, going well, they seem to be cooperating. Checks with the banks indicate that they are not just, as I reported endlessly last week, confident that. Of course they're going to fund, but they don't think they're going to lose as much money as everybody in the market continues to talk about. Uh, There is not a plan at this point, as I understand it, to market the debt. In other words, to syndicate it further. They'll hold for a while uh, within the syndicate uh, that already has obviously stepped up to the $13 The caps, I'm told, are fairly wide. And so, you know, those who are saying, oh, they're going to lose more money than the Citrix deal and the banks that funded that leverage buyout, they don't believe that. By the way, Twitter will start life as a private company with $5 billion in cash. Obviously, you've got all that equity ahead of you. It may not be or prove to be nearly as difficult a a credit to sell as as some speculate. Not to mention, if you're one of those banks, you're going to get treated well by Musk potentially in the future, particularly when you think about the possibility of a SpaceX coming public. Imagine the fees there. So that seems good. Uh, And then just in general, the conversation around it. We'll see. We'll get closer. Fifteen days to go. But so far, it does appear he's on track to close. Okay. Do you think
1: he'll let, what's his word on Trump coming back in? No, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's hard um, to figure out. But I mean,
2: as we get closer, we, you know, prepare for a, you're no longer going to see it on your screen, but it still will be obviously a, yeah. you know, uh, a force within they just the conversation. They just developed a new function where you really can block people who curse you.
1: I just, I signed up for it yesterday. I mean, we've been waiting for this for a long time. They're doing a lot of things. He's going to get Twitter as best as Twitter can be. Got to give um, him that. Well,
0: DWAC is up uh, almost 18% uh, this morning as it goes on to Google Play, uh, right. now that they've agreed to uh, abide by the content moderation rules. Uh, certainly, Musk has not had great things to say about Truth Social, uh, no. calls it sort of a right-wing echo chamber, Yeah. Um, and, and ostensibly his hope for Twitter is for it to be more broad than that.
2: Yeah, Uh, he's going to have to figure something out because he's going to have to. He's uh, got a lot of his, you know, good amount of his net worth in there. You know, you mentioned Spac. DWAC is one. Did want to quickly come back to Spac's for a moment. Did you see? Did you see? No, not Joby. Did you see Charlie Ergen? You know, he has that Spac, and now he wants to use it to potentially acquire one of the businesses out of Dish. Not really an arm's length transaction. Uh, There is uh, Mr. Ergen, of course. but basically at least alerting us via filing that this is something they're considering. That is the SPAC considering acquiring the retail wireless business of Dish. That stock continues to be down. Might help them on the funding side a little bit, right? It's a billion dollar SPAC, except who knows what what the, uh, you know, how many people will redeem. So whether there'll be any actual money left there, if in fact they do move forward with that transaction. And obviously it's his SPAC acquiring a company from his company. What do you think of that? It's a little, a little tricky, but. You know, overall, this has become a small-cap company. This used to be a 40, 50 billion-dollar market cap. It's now seven, Um, and of course, has a big funding gap. In the last earnings call, asked about it. You know, Ergen indicated, yeah, 10 billion sounds about right. Right, trying to roll out a nationwide 5G network is not cheap. They got a billion and a half maturity coming up, but they got to raise a lot more money than that. And so that continues to be a key question. In this market, this not course. so easy.
1: David, you had you know, you me, I guess maybe it was because like a Friars Club thing you were doing. I looked at the charter balance sheet. Yeah. 88 billion in debt. That's like what Fredonia had before it collapsed. <laughs> uh,
3: There's uh, By a the lot way, I found, this,
1: I found a SPAC that is good and I've actually used the product and it's excellent. It's called uh, Bolero. It's a roll-up of bowling alleys, and uh, it's very good. AMF, they do what? It, it's it's good, but you don't bowl, probably. No, so well, 80 I, million I do enjoy bowl. I don't. Do Eighty it million often. people bowl. This thing's a SPAC, It's a twelve. It's doing very well. It's buying back stock. I mean, I don't know. I, that's a pretty good idea. Here we had the CEO on. I was not I don't ashamed.
2: remember. You don't remember? No, so, I don't remember anything. But I do remember this. I remember my documentary on ExxonMobil. I remember learning a great I deal about carbon capture and Was that sequestration. The one? No. <laughs> it's House of Cards. And I mention all of this because yesterday, ExxonMobil announced an interesting, uh, interesting transaction with CF Industries, uh, where they are going to be acting as uh, the uh, unit that captures the carbon and sequestrates it for CF. Uh, as much as two million tons a year of carbon. Had a chance to sit down with Dan Ammon. He's the uh, the, the head of uh, low carbon solutions at Exxon Mobil. When we did the documentary, it had been a guy named Joe uh, Joe Blomart. This is different from buying a company. Correct. This is Exxon coming in and saying, hey, we can do your carbon capture for you. And this is going to be additive for us and for you. Mr. Ammon explained it, take a listen.
4: We're taking two million tons a year of carbon dioxide emissions out of CF's uh, facility in Louisiana. Uh, we're capturing that so it doesn't go into the atmosphere, and then we're transporting it and storing it permanently uh, in geologic storage. And so that that is a huge reduction in emissions, uh, it's equivalent uh, to about changing about 700,000 gas-powered cars into EVs, and that's about how many EVs have been sold year-to-date in the United States. So out of one project, one facility, we're having that kind of emissions impact. Is this the first sign of low-carbon solutions becoming sort of a, a
2: profit-making part of the company uh, with an actual return on the capital that you guys are investing?
4: Yeah, exactly. This is the first time that we're taking uh, all of the capabilities that exist inside of ExxonMobil and taking those to help a uh, third-party company to decarbonize their operations. Uh, and it is the first revenue uh, on contract for our new low-carbon business, so it's uh, it's an exciting day for us. Of course, that's one of the key questions is, you know, is low-carbon solutions really going to actually be able to have a return? Remember,
2: they're spending $15 billion or uh, $15 billion through 2027 is what the capital spending that Exxon is using towards low carbon uh, solutions, run by Mr. Hammond, used to of course run the cruise division at GM, people may recall. Um, he and was he let believes. Go there. Say again? He was let go there. Yeah. Uh, he believes,
4: and I'll let him say it, that they are on the right track. Take a listen. This project uh, I think acts as confirmation to us that we're on the right track, uh, that this opportunity represents a a huge growth potential uh, for the company and and for the industry, uh, and it's a business that can generate good returns. This seems to be sort of a, uh, you know, is
2: this going to be one of a series of, of separate transactions involving companies that want carbon sequestration services?
4: Yeah, absolutely. We have a very big backlog of similar kind of projects that we're working on. Uh, we're seeing interest in the space really pick up, uh, even just in the short time that, uh, that I've been with the company. Uh, the passage of the Inflation Reduction Act has acted as a, a further catalyst. Uh, and we're seeing interest from companies across a whole range of industries.
2: you have any questions about carbon
4: capture or anything else? We did a
2: documentary. No, but that was unbelievable. It's editor. on Peacock. No, it's no, still no. as relevant we, today as it was uh, when we uh, aired it. Will well they want to buy Denbury? Because Denbury's got great. I asked after. him about Denbury. Thank you, yeah. you're, Jim. You're always on it. I asked him about Denbury. There was a rum- rumored report earlier. Th- oh, I should say, report earlier this week that Exxon was interested in Denbury. It's got the largest uh, pipeline right. network of CO2, cap, uh, of, and uh, he would not comment on that. But he did say they are going to continue to obviously invest because it's not just sequestering the carbon, or excuse me, capturing it and then sequestering it. You've got to transport it. Uh, and you need a transport network. In this Kingdom case, Morgan. they're using Enlink, uh, it's another third-party company, yes. but it does lend credence at least to the idea that a Denbury would be of interest to Exxon. David, that is
1: so, I mean, people have to understand, this is so, if you're an environmentalist, this is so good. And remember when Exxon was being criticized that they were not doing anything in carbon capture? This is extraordinary. I mean, of these things just happen every day, and we overlook them, we say, well, Exxon's really not doing anything. This is major, if everybody did this, if the Chinese were to do it from like this is how you save the planet. And- I, I think David's right to focus on this. We can focus on the fact the market's down every day. or We can try to focus on other things that are happening with yeah, corporate we could, America. We could also add Mike Worth uh, in
0: the FT. Yes. Talking about how you can't just move from exhibit A to exhibit B, placing some of the blame on at the fleet of uh, Western governments, and the Times talking more about Venezuela, matching what the I mean, Journal said a couple was, days ago. That would add maybe yeah. 100,000 barrels a day. I think Chevron. it's funny.
1: I, I know that Larry Fink has been criticized by people who say that he's the reason why uh, oil goes up. That's completely, incredibly wrong. Uh, he actually is on the same page as Mike Worth uh, on this particular issue. He wants to go a brown to green. But he's attacked by not being green enough. He's attacked by not being uh, brown enough. And therefore yes, he is correct. But Mike, that was a fit of peak a little for Mike. Yeah, it was. I know. Somewhat surprising for a very... I know. Actually, I reached out to him immediately. Were a level-headed oh, guy. Go ahead and say it. What? I reached out to him immediately. Go ahead. You reached out to him immediately? Yeah. And? What happened? Nothing. He didn't... He didn't respond me. to you? No, not at all. Yes. Kind of like when Mark Zuckerberg. Every day I'm going to list the people who don't call me back now. Good. you am going to say, hey, listen. You know, list. you, know, you know didn't call me back today? And that way, you know what? Welcome. I think people will
2: start calling me back. Welcome to my world. No, thank you. That's all they do. Not call you back. Really? Still waiting for that guy. Yeah. Musk's lawyer. He's the number one guy who doesn't call me back.
1: You know who call me back question. Remember well, the guy from Goldman, the guy who was the IR? Yeah. Yeah, he told me he's gonna sue me way, for what way I back, said. Yeah. yeah. And I gave him my lawyer's phone number. He called me like 8:30 on Saturday. I said, here's my lawyer's number. He's fantastic. Give him a jingle. <laughs> oh, wait, he called me.
0: Speaking of the banks, uh, we're gonna get a few tomorrow, uh, Jim. I do want to ask you what the setup is there especially given this downgrade of Amex well, today.
1: Well, I, I like the, the setup. It's just that I think they're all going to have to say we're probably going to have to take some uh, reserves. Uh, but they're doing incredibly well. I think that this setup it is uniquely good for them in terms of coming into the quarter because it's very hard for them to say anything as bad as how people feel. That's good. I you don't mean, think there's anything they could say that would spook us more? No, I think that that's, this is all part of the same... Kind of, listen. The Fed's raising quickly. We do expect there'll be some sort of recession. Then people say, "Well, you're not supposed to own the banks during recession." But then they'll realize in 1990 and 1992, with the same yield curve, actually hey, better. JP they make fortunes. Up. Look at that. Well, they're making Bank fortunes. America's up. They're making fortunes because you see how much are they paying you on your checking it's, account? It's point zero zero one. And I how much? And what are they investing it at? Uh, oh, four,
2: five, 4.5. ten, seven, eight. That's I don't a even good know. Big. Well, if they are, the problem is, are they putting out a lot of capital? I don't know. They're steady earners. Yeah, you know, kind of like Ralphie. They are. They are. Um, although, as we pointed out many times, J.P. Morgan on earnings, I cannot remember oh, well, the last time that it actually performed well. Because he's well, terrible on the call, regardless he, of whether it's terrible, out, uh, disappointed or exceeded expectations. I think
1: he's going to walk back this twenty percent. The recession. I think he's going to walk it back and say, "Listen, understand. I was, I was really saying that it could have. It's in the realm Indeed. of possibility. The rate we're going will be there next week. No. Well, he's going to say it's been in the realm of the
2: possibilities. He's going to be right. Well, if, yeah. Well, this, this stock has been horrendous. No, I'm talking about the 20% S&P right. decline no, that he no, said was he, a possibility. You
1: want to scare? He said people. that three days you ago. You want to scare people? Go ahead and scare people all
2: you want. I'm trying to be level-headed. I'm not seeing, listen, I got lots of green on my screen. Comcast, Charter, Warner Brothers, Discovery, Exxon, Chevron, Biogen. You know what those have in common? They do really well in a
1: recession, (laughs) or they do really well when the Russians team up with Saudi Arabia. Mm. Not Venezuela. Then, as, well, as infrastructure is not that ready. Uh, it, it would be 1% of our uh,
0: daily use.
1: Yeah, but it is the largest uh, untapped reservoir in the world is Maracaibo. Yeah. And Chevron did have good ties with them. But I, I, they weren't that effective during this period of, of uh, let's say, a failed country. Right. That's
0: it. Uh, David's right. There is some green. Uh, the VIX is notably down. We're watching that. Uh, we That's bounced amazing. bounced off the of 3,500, uh, up about 22 points from that open. A quick reminder, it is a perfect day to join Jim and the CNBC Investing Club monthly meeting. Noon Eastern today? Yeah, I'm going to throw a few bombs. <laughs> Sign up and find out more. CNBC.com slash join the club. As we go to break. Very important to watch bonds today. You got the two year almost back to 4.5 this morning. That's the highest since 2007. We're blessedly free of Fed speak today. Uh, We'll be right
1: back. Let's get to Jim and stop trading. You know, I was thinking about mentioning Domino's because they had better expected. The new manager there is really doing some things right. And then Bloomberg breaks the story. Kroger said to be in talks with uh, rival Alber- Albertson. The uh, FTC and Justice Department have formally frowned on this kind of merger because they think it raises the price of food. But it's certainly worth noting. And uh, both stocks are very cheap.
0: Uh, your point on uh, Domino's is pretty interesting. Uh, U.S. comps, where were we? Uh, up to international, down almost two? Uh,
1: the the trajectory for Domino's have been down uh, uh, under ter- terrific guy who was the previous CEO. But this new CEO, Russell Weiner, I think he's doing a great job, and it, but he's low key. He's gonna turn it around. Used to be a vendor at Yankee Stadium, I like that. And what's gonna happen is, is that this may be the trough. Again, I'm looking for anomalies where the CEOs are doing things, not unlike what Albertsons and Kroger might be doing, uh, that make it so that you can buy them into this weakness, not, not panic. People have to stop panicking, recognize that things are gonna be okay. It's gonna take a little longer because they're not, because they're not looking at how hot the numbers are.
0: But it's gonna be okay. What's on, is, what's on Mad tonight?
1: I've got Sinova. Sometimes you have these companies that don't like my characterizations of them because I have been reluctant to recommend stocks that lose money. But I've had John Berger before, he's, he's excellent. And I do like, uh, I like these companies, just like you like the carbon capture. the Companies that are doing things to make it so the environment is better, I'm in favor of them.
0: You're gonna show off
1: our jerseys, courtesy of the Islanders? Um, I haven't played for the Islanders lately, but they preserved it. What position nice. were you, Jim? What did I play?
2: Uh, um, forward? I, I left tackle. <laughs> yeah, I can barely skate. Our thanks you guys to- are amazing. Our thanks, this is John Reddick. Yeah, John Reddick. I've known John uh, since
3: he
0: was
1: seventeen. Perfect guy, Jim. We'll see you tonight at UBS Arena.
0: Uh, Mad Money, of course, six p.m. Eastern time. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street.
3: This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you, like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you.